This is our second episode of the A Girl Trying to Make It podcast. This is Suwon speaking. This is Kayla. This is Sanji. And Mariana. And today we are talking about the global pandemic that has affected everybody and how COVID-19 has affected us in our college and career. Um, and to preface this, we know that the pandemic has affected everyone in in one way or another. And obviously, this is not like the worst thing to happen and it's not the worst thing to happen to us. But we thought we'd give a little bit of an insight of, you know, how the how it has affected like college and stuff like that, being students who are trying to plan for our future. <laughs> and yeah, um, I guess, Mariana, would you like to go first? Sure, okay. So um, I guess we'll start from the beginning, right? Uh, in January, mm-hmm. I was, you know, doing school was fine. And I was like, ooh, kind of excited for spring break. What are we going to do? I even like, asked my boyfriend, I was like, so what are we going to do? And then he was like, well, we could go to Florida. <laughs> and I pretty much like, that's what I wanted to do. <laughs> like go somewhere, right? And so mm-hmm. we planned the trip. And as I, like, COVID started, and it was, but I don't know, it was weird, right? Like, for me, I was like, oh, you know, it's probably something like the cold. It's going to go away. We left for Florida. And then we were actually, (laughs) you're going to make fun of me again, but we were at the gym (laughs) in the hotel. And it was on TV. And they were were talking, like, as if it was the end of the world. Like, I actually got scared. Mm -hmm. And that's when it kind of hit me that this was super serious because I started getting emails from U of H and I called my friend Asna and I was like, I don't know when I'm going to see you again. And it was really sad, honestly. That but is also so scary. Kind of, yeah, that is really scary. And the only good thing was that I had like extra time for my studio project. <laughs> but basically that's kind of how it went down. And going back to Houston was scary because it's like someone, and you're like oh my god they just coughed right was that but, a corona cough or was that like a- <laughs> oh, we, did, we didn't know we were just trying to get back home but but in terms of like career I was excited because I had already applied for internships the goal was to get an internship a second internship over the summer and I'm sure all of y'all were doing that too mm-hmm. and they just got all canceled right? Like almost all of them were like, oh, we're not going to be able to offer a position. You can't move to San Francisco. You can't move to New York. You can't go to Florida, not even like Austin. And that's when I was like, great. I have nothing to do in the summer. Like how am I supposed to better myself? And it was crazy. I don't know if y'all want to like talk a little bit about internships and then we can go back to me, but Mm -hmm. what did y'all experience? Like, was there a perfect internship that y'all were thinking about? And then just got ruined i feel like for me it was totally different i think the um the pandemic opened opportunities for me that i didn't expect and i think that's coming from such a like a place of privilege in a way like being able to you know have a computer and devices and wi-fi to work via my computer but also like i like it's my my situation was different because i was about to graduate in may and so I was already planning, like, I'm going to invite my family to fly over and, like, you know, come to my graduation. But in March, when we were, like, basically, like, school was shut down, everything is online. I was like, okay, am I even going to graduate? Am I, you know, like, you're thinking, like, did I really just, you know, 
put myself out there and I'm not even going to graduate like how is this going to work out like there's so many things that already come with like what is post-graduation going to look like and now people are asking me and I'm like I don't know (laughs) I don't know and luckily I actually landed the internship at Femtech Focus because of um not I don't think it was because of the pandemic but because I had more time on my hands to do an internship and also because the classes were online and I didn't have as much um, work to do as I would have. So that was a good thing for me. And yeah, how about y'all? So like, this pandemic um, has really like had vast changes for a lot of people. But I was supremely lucky enough to have my summer internship trip, like, uh, switch over to become remote. And it was, um, so, so let me just give, like, a brief, like, timeline of events. So, like, as uh, Mariana and Sue uh, have mentioned, like, the, um, our school shut down, basically switched all classes to uh, remote learning in, like, March, middle of March. Um, and so I came back home to, um, San Antonio and I was like sitting here in my parents, like house, uh, communicating, trying to like figure out if I still have an internship. And then my, uh, my workplace was like, oh yeah, like you'll be fine. You can do it remote. Yay. And I was like, okay, this goodness. is great news. But, um, <laughs> the thing was, um, it's not like the internship. That was good. That really gave me a lot of experience and exposure, mm-hmm. but it was not the way that it was supposed to be because my internship was originally supposed to relocate me for the summer to Minnesota, uh, where I was going to have the time of my life, like going to like cabins on like one of the great lakes or whatever Minnesotans do. I, I that too. <laughs> uh, they, like all of my coworkers, like on the weekends, they were like, "Yeah, we're going up to our lake house," and I was like, "That oh my like, I'm, we're going to our cabin." And I was like, "Is that even an internship? It sounds like a vacation ship." Oh yeah, right. vacation ship. Right, like it was. It was supposed to be like this big like opportunity for me, and I was very fortunate in. Um, in my company being able to be flexible enough to ship me like my work materials and being able to do it in uh, over the summer uh, remotely. But at the same time, I was like, you know, this is, this cannot be compared to, to the hardships other people have experienced. But Mm -hmm. like in my like picture of what um, my summer was supposed to look like, all the skills that I learned, like I was going to go to a new city, like I was going to meet different people, um, do things that I wouldn't, I've never done before in my life. Oh my gosh, it was just, it was just like accepting like that wasn't going to happen was, was a struggle for me to be quite honest. And Mm -hmm. like, I hope that doesn't make me sound too self-centered, but like, like I'm one of these people that like have a life plan hanging over my bed mm-hmm. and like I like I'm flexible yes but it all it also like gives me great anxiety when things like, don't go to plan go the way that I plan <laughs> Sanji is like yeah. I was like I yeah was, like sitting here over the summer like enjoying the heck out of my internship but at the same time like oh my gosh like what like I need to do these other things to prepare me blah 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 like how is this gonna happen how is that gonna happen blah 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 it was just it was 
it was, um, you know, my summer, my internship turned out well, just not in the way that I had anticipated. And I guess that's pretty much the same for everybody else. But yeah. I can relate to that because I was supposed to go to New York for ICFF, which is a chair competition. I love New York. And that was going to be my first time. And it got canceled. How about you, Kayla? I just feel like there's so many, like, opportunities that are being missed and, like, things that we want to put on pause so we can, like, experience them later. Like, Mariana, you going to, like, NYC and Sanji, you going to, like, Minnesota. Um, (laughs) It's, like, like, all the, like, not just, like, the academic portions that we're going to, like, we're regretting, but also, like, the, like, experiencing life, life, you know, like, work isn't, or, like, life isn't all work, um, nor is it all play, but, like, I think all four of us kind of believe in having that balance, (laughs) balance, quote-unquote, and so, for sure. Yeah, speaking of play, like, Oh, this is so like me and my roommate were planning on going to Puerto Rico for spring break. Mm, you told uh, us like, this. We were, yep. like, we were so hyped about it. Like, like we like not even gonna lie. Like I was looking up like hot springs to visit in Puerto Rico. Oh, that's <laughs> like, legit. We were looking up hotels. <laughs> we were looking up like flights, um, tickets, all of all of the good stuff. Um, but um, I I I think I'm pretty well connected uh, when it comes to like world news because mm. my family is from India and so my parents are very like you know uh, very uh, involved in Indian news especially since most of our family lives there so um, and because of that I'm like pretty in touch with like global news and in Jan- in January like I think the pandemic first started like breaking out across China and I was like I was looking at that and I was like Hmm, I hope this doesn't, you know, become a bigger oh, deal, but it did yeah. become a bigger deal. And I, I was following, like, the world, um, you know, like, mm-hmm. timeline, like, when the WHO declared it a pandemic, I think was, like, um, not a pandemic, but a global emergency, um, was a couple of weeks before spring break, and I was like, I don't think, like, I turned to my roommate, and I was like, I don't think we can buy the tickets and go, because it's, it's, quite frankly a health risk too risky like yeah it's like it's too risky on for the both of us mm -hmm. and especially since like like i don't know it was just like like mariana said like the news made it seem like the world was ending it really felt that way for like a while and then now Uh it feels like people just go out and like like like, stocks were like like you know uh, like going drowning of, of, like, I don't know, Hades, yeah. like, they were just dead going down, like, you know, mm-hmm. there was, um, people crying out, like, everywhere across the world, and it was just a very, like, dramatic, confusing time, I think, especially since, like, I don't know about y'all, but I was so scared by this, because of how normal everything seemed, but, like, when you listen to the news, it was bad, and, like, that contrast, like, made me even more scared. <laughs> That, like, all it would take, I felt like we were living on top of, like, I don't know, we were living in a match house, and all it took was, like, one strike to, like, burn everything down. That's what I really felt like, and it was just, it was, 
crazy. Uh, so, yeah, ultimately, my roommate and I did not purchase the tickets to go to Puerto Rico. But uh, we were so we were so looking forward to it, not going to lie. But I guess it will be like a post-graduation trip in 2024 or whenever this ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for like for my friends, a lot of us are like international students and then some of us are like American students. So we were all planning like this is literally probably going to be the last time we'll ever like be in one place at to get at one point. And so like for a while I was trying to like emotionally prepare myself to like leave the dorms early not ever probably see them again cuz everyone is going to part ways, you know, like college is a time that people tell you, like, that's that's the time you meet the people you are going to be friends with for life, and you're going to, and then you know, after that, you part ways, and you, like, you follow your own career trajectory and everything, so I was, like, trying to prepare for that, and at the same time, like, em- being empathetic, and also understanding, like, I have it easy not having to be able to, you know, have to interact with people on a day-to-day basis, put myself at risk all the time, and trying to be mindful that, I, I'm able to just work from home and like take classes from home and, you know, be in good health still have my family be in good health, so I was having like this struggle like balancing like that mental like weight of, I shouldn't feel bad for myself like my thing my situation is not that bad compared to other people but also I still feel like this pit of sadness for like, my own personal selfish reasons. So I, I just kept telling myself, like, the whole time, even now, I think, like, it's okay to feel sad, it's okay, and then and then it slowly goes away. But I think now, I have gone out, like, a handful or less of times just because I'm human and I have to go grocery shopping. And I also went to um, UH, University of Houston, to pick up some stuff. But other than that, I really try to not to go out. I just think it's... It's kind of crazy to think like all you t- all it takes is one corona cough in your direction. If you, even if that person's wearing a mask or doesn't wear a mask, or you touch something and like you literally don't know because you can't see it, that is that is a scary part. It's like you don't know when or where. It's not like this is the designated area. It doesn't even feel that far away. So, yeah. Kayla, I wanted to ask you, um, like, we're, Mariana and I are, are juniors, we're juniors at the time, and mm. then and Sue was a senior, but, like, Kayla, it was your freshman year, <laughs> it was the end of your freshman year, tell us how that went, how it felt, all of the things. Literally I what Sue was saying about, like, college, lifelong friends, et cetera, et cetera, um, for me, it was, like, that was definitely one portion that I was really sad about, because it, um, like, my freshman year, I took a lot of, like, honors classes, um, and my sophomore year, I was taking more, like, gen classes, so I was, like, really excited to, like, meet new people and stuff, um, but also, like, my freshman year didn't even end, and, like, I had, like, six months of freshman year, um, she ended in, like, March, so even, I feel like I'm not gonna get the full college experience, like, I feel like I'm probably not gonna make, like, lifelong friends or have like college be like a life changing you have us I was gonna I say I'm so, I'm so excited about exactly like I have you guys um, <laughs> I have like, a couple other people but it's just like college isn't gonna be like the same it's in the movies or like anything like that not that I think college should be expected to be like that <laughs> but I think a lot of people do experience some sort of like new chapter in their life um but I will say that like for the for me at least um 
like similar to Sue, like obviously I'm like very privileged and I was able to like like have opportunities to be able to be transferred to virtual but at least for me the pandemic really allowed me to like focus on what I wanted because like freshman year I think for a lot of people is like a period of adjustment um and for me it kind of was but also I think like freshman year I had decided like oh I'm just gonna like live my life and like enjoy you know um but when the pandemic hit I was like I have nothing to do I need to like do things and so um for me the month of July was really like ramping up on a bunch of like projects um and I think the pandemic really helps with that like um I think for me it was a coping mechanism like in, in a sense like just trying to like keep me myself really busy and that's something I've always done like wanting to keep busy um and I think the pandemic just like escalated that because it's like you're not going out like you're like you're not really talking to people anymore like yeah I can FaceTime them but like we can't FaceTime people too much right and so it really gave me time to like focus myself and do things um and like Sanji I was lucky enough to have things like be virtual um but at the same time it like wasn't the same like I didn't meet people I I, I like literally one of the programs I was supposed to do um people were like yeah it's like so fun like we gotta go like skydiving for one of the fun things that we did so obviously I, I didn't get to do that um uh, and I literally ended up like hating the program um, and everyone else before me was like, no, it was, it's like such a great program. Like you meet like your AKA twin, um, because I'm in a program and there's it's a program across other colleges. And so they're like, yeah, you meet like your twin from another college. Um, and I get to do that. But besides that, one of the things I think is important to talk about too, is the reality of it all. Like, um, a lot of people, like some of my friends are like, oh yeah, we'll probably have classes again, like in the spring or something. And for me, I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> That's not going to happen. And I think it's hard to talk about, but something that like we should recognize that like this is going to be a while. And like, even though it sucks, we have to like push forward because all of us have like plans and we want to do things. And those things require like something. And I know everyone's always like, you know, people will be, will be like lenient because it was like a hard time, I guess. But at the same time, there's other people out there also pushing and going for the same goal so I just don't know how lenient you can be on yourself but mm -hmm. also at the same time everyone's also like take care of your mental health so mm -hmm. we can talk about for that as well we can definitely talk about that but actually I just thought I rem just remember a thought that um in my senior year which was not even that long ago I I, I always felt like I was behind I think for a long time I felt like I was behind other people because people were landing like internships with like big companies, corp like really like nice, uh, pretty like internship that it's with like a whole program and it's like, you know, they have a graduation thing from the internship. Like those like really pretty like opportunities that are just, like are sparkly, like golden like opportunities. And I was like, I'm not landing that right now. Am I behind? Like, am I not doing what they are doing? And I will and I, I, I hated, like, logging into LinkedIn and seeing people being like, I landed this thing, I got this whole thing. And the really sad part was that when the pandemic hit and people were, like, losing their opportunities, I was like, okay, I feel not as bad for myself. And that sounds so freaking, like, selfish. But in a way, it kind of, it made me feel like, wow, I feel like I have that little playing ground now.
And it sounds so sad to say, because obviously I don't, I don't, I'm not like a spiteful person. I don't wish like harm or anything upon other people. But I was like, wow, like that really affected like my self confidence in a big way, and like my, like, I mean, we're gonna get to this, but like career, like past graduation and jobs wise. So yeah, I think the pandemic did affect my mental health a lot, and that was just one of the ways. Yeah. I think that kind of relates to, like, like getting to the career, sort of, is, I mean, I got lucky that I was able to do the Red Labs Summer Accelerator Program online, because it's a, it's a program where, like, you learn how to accelerate a startup, an idea, and I was able to, like, one of the good things that came out of COVID was that I suddenly had the issue of, wait, what time zone are these people in that I'm talking to, like, I was able to talk to people that I could have never met, you know, in six months. I can't travel to like five countries in six months. And I, that was really, really cool to be mm-hmm. able to learn from people that had the time now to actually give mentorship to other people, to young people. And then that, that experience actually led me and was at the same time happening for all of us where there was a Femtech Focus internship, and we all applied, and we all got it. And then very soon after that, we had a conversation about, like, what what is your future now? What are your goals now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think even recent times, we I know that I have attended, like, various conferences that I, pos- I would not have gotten the opportunity to, to attend because most years they're like in person and they're like in California and New York City and I'm like well I'm in Houston right now (laughs) and I can't just travel and take a weekend off of like college just to go up to a conference but now it was it's kind of weird how like the world is connected I think everyone says this like oh now because everything's online people are connected but it's true and in that way that's like a, a good thing I would say like you have more opportunities that way but talking about career, I know Sanji has a very well-planned career trajectory, and she could talk a little bit about that. <laughs> oh Sue, oh Sue, it is, it is more, it's more like a like, um, you know, when plan you watch, A, plan B. <laughs> it's like it's like a patched up like dress made up of rags. Like that's what my career plan is. Or, or not like a dress, but like some piece of like clothing. Why that, Rex? That is me. <laughs> that is my career path. But basically, um, over the course of this pandemic, I think one thing that has really um, let me kind of develop career-wise is the sheer amount of opportunities out there to grow uh, myself like as um, a professional. Um, and I think like that's, that's definitely a great perk of the pandemic that that uh, companies and organizations are realizing that there's this entire group of people who don't have you know an access to uh, you know uh, these educational resources that other types of people have that have so I think like um, and because of that like conferences have become you know free or like easier to attend and skill programs like online classes all of that so over the course of this um like since the beginning of my internship to like now 
I've bounced around like so many um, different career paths. Like I thought I was going to be like an IT person, but then when I started my internship, it was more of like a business analyst position. And then um, through my internship, I thought like I was exposed to like some data science stuff and I was like, okay, maybe I'm interested in that. And I looked into it. I found like, you know, some um, programs and, uh, learning modules out there to kind of develop my skills in it but then um, but then I was like hmm, I like this but I want to try other um, you know parts within IT so I kind of like shopped around a bit did, uh, tried to learn a little bit more about cloud computing and now I'm in um, really interested in cybersecurity thanks to a bunch of weird coincidences that just happened at the same time that I was able to, uh, you know, grasp. So um, I don't know what my future is, but may, hopefully it's within IT, um, you know, but I also want to be like a femtech founder. I don't know what yet. I, I would also love to be like, I don't know, like, uh, I would also love to work in government policy. That's another thing that I've been pursuing especially within like um like um like technology um government policy around technology um like like ai uh cyber security all of that mm. so so that means you know like that's a whole nother you know path dif different from like a regular corporate it position mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so honestly <laughs> My career is like a, a piece of cloth full of like rags stitched together. But the good thing um, is that you have rags to choose from, you know? I think we right. talked before about like, what about people who have no idea what they're going to do? At least maybe have like some area of interest. Like, I know for me, like there was one point where I was just, I, uh, I was really doubting my major, like... Am I really good at this? I'm not the best at it, but should I still continue it? And then I just, I just continued it anyways and graduated. Everyone has like, I can see those faces. Like, it's, it's true because I feel like we all have that moment. And even if you're going to college right now and you're like, am I really, gonna, am I really good at this? Maybe you aren't. Maybe you are. But the thing is that you're never really gonna know. And I really have no piece of advice for that because. We're all humans, so, like, your aspirations can change, like, literally in 30 minutes or five years from now, ten years from now. You you may or may not, and it's okay. If you do, you find it, and you love it, and you, you fit in it, great. If you don't, pivot. <laughs> Try something else. Try something new, you know? So, I Dude. think it was a huge pressure I had. <laughs> Dude, you have literally, like, said my eureka moment of 2020 like while I was trying to figure out what the heck I wanted to do this is the conclusion I came to like throughout mm -hmm. my college career um I I frankly like quite frankly had no idea what I wanted to be who I wanted to be I knew I wanted you know this thing but not that thing but I didn't have like a clear path so I found like supply chain really liked it um, but decided to take, like, an IT class out of nowhere, really liked it, so now I'm double majoring, but wait, like, what, per, you know, career path do I pursue in all of that, like, like, I, 
I think one of the reasons why I like to like try a lot of different things and like shop around is because I'm scared like I will kind of try to confine myself into a specific like you know sector or career that I don't like. Like you're reconfirming like making sure that you made the right choice by comparing what you 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 know, in case. <laughs> right, and I was, that that was, like, my entire college career, like, trying to find out whether what I'm doing now is something that I can picture myself doing, but in the process, it, like, no matter what I tried, I could either, like, see myself doing it, or, like, maybe see myself, like, it was just, it was just a lot of, you know, self-doubt, um, kind of, re-examining like myself and my priorities like every single you know moment of my waking of like like time like the time that I'm awake and in 2020 when coronavirus hit and everything changed I realized that it's pointless to try to to find like the perfect fit for me within this limited time within my college career like but like Sue once told me, like like your career is not a race. You can't. You, you shouldn't. Uh, it's not a dash towards an end goal. Like the thing with the career is that you can have multiple races or like you know participate in multiple different things. And that's that's what the conclusion that I came to that I don't have to have it all figured out right now. I'll just go with you know what the opportunities, the interests that I currently have within me right now, and I have faith in myself and my abilities, and if I find myself in a position where I am unable to grow or unhappy, I have faith in myself to position myself in another role that will make me happy. So basically my eureka moment was just like, you know, do what you can and trust yourself (laughs) and your ability to find what you can do. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> um, just real quick, like, yeah, the the perception that we've seen is that it seems like we think that we have to know the exact thing by the end of college, and that's just not true. And at least for me, I during college I thought I was like, oh, I'm gonna work at GE or like this big company. And with COVID and over this past summer with Red Labs, it changed to oh, I want to be an entrepreneur, and then with some tech focus, like, one day I want to have my own design consulting, you know, be part of an accelerator, lead the product design role of it, and it's just, it'll keep changing, like, that's what I think now, right, and right now I'm getting ready to send a bunch of applications because I need a first job, (laughs) Um, so it's, it's a constant struggle, but you're also learning about yourself with every single role you get, okay, no, I mean, I mean, based on what, like, all you guys, I have, I have so many comments. Like, when Sanji said, like, it's a patched-up dress, my first question was, like, because I'm pre-med, right? So, I feel like for medical students, like, it, the path is very, quote-unquote, linear. Like, you go to college, it seems like it's a long, it's a long linear process, but um, you go to college, and then, like, you go to med school, and then you go to residency, and then, like, if you want, you go to, like, fellowship, like, basically, like, your life set for you, and then, like, through residency, they set you, like, basically set you up with a hospital that you're probably going to work with, and then after that, like, you have a degree, and you're, like, everyone wants a doctor, quote-unquote, because, like, we have a physician shortage, 
So for me, I'm, I'm honestly curious about like your guys' trajectory because I feel like there is no, as, not as much of a defined path. Um, and so maybe like speaking about that for you guys would be really good because I feel like at least for me, a lot of kids know what they need to do. It's like you go to a research lab, you shadow someone, you do et cetera, et cetera. But one of the things that I've been having fun with is not doing those things because I realized that like, um, one thing I've like, realized that I've talked to you guys that I, I opened up a club and like, so we had to do opposite applications, right? Yay. And I was reading them and I was like, and I realized, putting myself in that position, I was like, I realized, yeah, everyone who does the same things, I just like skim over. I don't even like read the description of what they did. And it sounds mean, but it's like, I, it's like, I know what you did. Like you, you shouted someone. Like you, you were a medical scribe. Like I know what you did, but then it's like the more like unique stuff that makes someone want to talk to you more. And I guess like for me, I'm telling this because like to our audience, like do unique things, not like pushing yourself to do it, but like like Sanji was saying, like don't confine yourself to whatever you want, you what you think you need to be in. Just try things, and that was also something hard for me to grasp when I entered college because people were like, "Take classes if you like classes. Just join things if you want to join things." But like, I did that my first freshman year. I joined like a bunch of clubs, and I like basically hated all of them. So I feel like take that advice with a grain of salt. Um, I think for me, it's probably my advice to say get involved in things that actually do stuff. If that makes sense, because I feel like a lot of times clubs don't really do things, and they're just there. Um, and so try to find, like, internships. I think that's, for all of us, Fabtech Focus has really spurred us to reach for more, especially with, like, having a role model and, like, being surrounded by, like, amazing people who also have goals. I think that's something that our audience, this is really weird, but our audience to try to find is, like, have your group that, like, keeps you accountable, not only, like, um, professionally, academically, but also, like, mentally, too. Like, I feel like our group is really good about that. And um, like, you're, like, for me, at least, I'm inspired by others. And so it's been really helpful. Um, but, yeah. It's actually interesting you brought that up, too, because I feel like I am definitely someone who compares myself a lot. And, I, like, I told these ladies, like, I struggle with self-doubt a lot. And I always see other people doing what they're doing. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm doing what I'm doing. And I think I'm doing fine. Um, and even through college, like, I did apply for a lot of, like, positions and stuff. But I think the positions that I got and, like, the experiences that I tried were stuff that people didn't really try for. Like, um, and I got those positions in very, like, unconventional ways, I would say. And it's partially through connections and meaningful connections and now that I look back of it I think a lot of it was because I knew people who saw how like how I was you know acting in the those groups where I was volunteering my time and doing above and beyond like just because I liked it like purely because I wanted to and I liked it not because like the end goal was to get an officership in this club that was nothing like what I expected would come out of it and lo and behold, like, I was able to climb the ladder in those organizations, and I didn't even, like, cross my heart, like, I honestly did not expect it at all, because I was, like, I'm too shy to talk to people, I'm too shy to lead people, and, like, senior year, I was, like, leading two organizations at the same time, like, I did not expect that by freshman year at all, but out of that, like, I look back at, you know, the things I did in college, and I'm, like, I don't regret anything at all, because I did everything that I wanted to do, and 
I mean, I told my family, like, oh, I joined a K-pop club, and I'm, you know, kind of, like, the treasurer of it now, and, you know, eventually I was, like, the president, but at the time, they were like, are you sure you don't want to join, like, a professional organization, and I was like, I did try to join, and I'm not going to name any because I don't want to, I don't like to spite anyone or, like, you know, talk bad, but they just weren't for me at that time, I just didn't click with the people there, I didn't feel like I was, you know, encouraged to go to meetings like how I would be if you know the clubs I actually like and out of it like you you'd learn so many things even if you don't have a pleasant experience you still learn from it because you are still going through the challenges of it and trust me like leading an organization with college age students is not easy <laughs> people have been there's definitely bound to be drama there's bound to be challenges in managing people. There's bound to be so many problems you cannot even imagine that just happen. And the greatest lesson is being able to know how to solve those or at least overcome them and finding people who can help you overcome them. And yeah, through those, I met a lot of people who now I think are like lifelong friends because I know they're people I can trust and lean on. And so, yeah, like, I know we're talking so sadly about, like, how we're to end it, but now I'm, like, reminiscing, looking back at, like, what I did in college. Uh, yeah, and Sanji also has really? a lot of student org experience. And, oh, Mariana, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was actually first going to say that I really liked y'all's points of advice of, like, Kayla one, trying to put yourself out there and be different because we do fall into this trap of, like, all following the path to the bit to like the the big company or the, the dream company right and I actually had I went to a um just a like a, a little event run by General Assembly which is like love General of Assembly of graphic designers and other designers and the guy speaking said you know out of all the industrial designers that we were interviewing we asked them we all asked them um how do you design or, or what is your definition of design? And he said, and they all pretty much said the same thing <laughs> because they all just took what their professor said, right? Like what they teach us in, in school. And it kind of shocked me because I, I guess I would have said the same thing. Right. And so it's kind of a, kind of like taking what they teach you and seeing how that applies to you and, and how do you define it and how do you make it yours so that you can shine when you go out and compete and try to get an internship. And, you know, Sue, with like the leadership, I know like, I, I, it was pretty funny because you kept telling us that you're like the most introverted and then you're get, you're out here getting these awards of leadership and I'm like, oh my God, this girl, she's so great. <laughs> and for me, like with Zitza, I joined and I really liked it because we are such, first of all, we're such a small major. And then, so our club is very close. And I really enjoy being able to go upstairs and tell them like, you know, we have a meeting downstairs. Come join us. We have pizza. That is so cute. <laughs> yeah. Like it's pretty cute. Um, and so we all get together and we see each other every single meeting and we can talk about design. And I just felt like it was a, a good club you know sometimes you don't have to join a million clubs you have to find like one or two clubs that you can actually connect with and and that'll make the college experience I 100% agree with that I feel like at least with pre-meds like once again um the question where it's like why am I doing this 
and what, am, am I even good at this? Like, I am not good at STEM. I don't know why I'm pre-med, but I am. Um, and so constantly, I'm like, why am I doing this? And the only thing that, the only reason that, the only thing that, like, I feel like keeps me going right now is because I'm in a program. Um, but also things that I came same time, I feel like if I wasn't in the program, I would have a fire under my ass. I'd be like, I have to get into med school. Shit is hard. Like, I have to, like, work my ass off. But, um, now I'm, like, more appreciative of, like, things that I can actually do because I, I like them. And then once you, you were saying, like, find things that actually make you want to do things. Like, people say this all the time, too, right? They're like, do the things that you like. And so, like, do what you, or, like, work, like, have your career be something that you love. And I never understood that because I was like I don't think I love anything like I'm not like I like for example I was a debater so I liked policy but I'm also like into like being a doctor too but I was like I don't love any of this I feel like I would love being a doctor I have no clue yet because I haven't gone there um but with like Femtech Focus it was amazing because it was it turned turned off as, as an internship and then like it was amazing and then turn into a job where like we get paid which was like a bonus that I didn't even need um and so I feel like really do what do, do what you love because then you don't feel like you're wasting time and at the same time you can learn like amazing skill sets I feel like during quarantine I have definitely grown as a professional by asking for like increased wages or like confronting yes workers Ayla, you made such a good point. Like, for anyone who who is out there listening to us and is in college and they don't have, like, just this thing that they were born with, you know, like, for me, I was sketching and, like, drawing and coloring. Like, I was, my head was, like, stuck in coloring books since I was three, right? So I knew I wanted to do something artistic and, and related to math. And some people love music and some people love uh, math and want to be a professor, right? But there's people who like you were saying, don't have this love, right? And so it's okay to not know what you want to do. And it is okay to explore, to just be all over the place, because then you will probably find what you do love. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't try things and you don't put yourself out there, it Yeah, and I think, like, a really important part of that is having someone to talk to about it, because I feel like when we do things and we just, like, don't tell anyone, not in, like, the secret of fact, but just, like, we're all, like, people, like, we reflect, we have, like, those moments where we're just sitting there and we're like, what is life? And I feel like we have those mini moments with, like, our experiences and just having someone to talk to about that helps us gain clarity on what we want. Like, for me, it really helped talking to my best friend about, like, everything that was going on during quarantine, how I was, like, packing up on projects and my thoughts and ideas and, like, what I wanted to do. Because I feel like once you tell someone, it becomes tangible. And you don't have to know what you want, but I think talking about it helps you clear out those emotions and then having to talk to a person about it, you have a sounding board back. So um, maybe a key is, like, finding, like, your person that you can talk to or, like, your group of person that you can talk to as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kayla, I remember that you came to us about your club idea and like we helped you with our experience and you know I mean I'm sure you would have done it anyways but it helped right mm-hmm. to be able to discuss those points oh yeah for sure because I thought like starting a club at college would be like a hassle because it was a hassle in high school so I couldn't imagine like the bureaucracy of like college but like Sue and Sanji and Cora y- y'all were like no it's like not that bad the only hard part is like recruitment and I was like oh, Instagram be good <laughs> 
No, like, Kayla, I cannot understate how important, like, your point was with, like, talking to people and self-reflecting. Like, when I was in high school, like, high school senior, like, going to college in Houston, San Antonio, New City, blah, blah, blah. Like, I thought, like, all I needed was me. And, like, I can figure everything out myself. And, I mean, that independence is still a big part of me. Um, But, you know, something I found in college was, like, my people, like, my my tribe, like, um, like, friends that I, like, trust. We've gone through stuff together. Like, I know how they work. They know how I work. And I cannot, like, I, like, my high school, like, self didn't know how valuable it is to have someone who listens to you and offers you feedback and, like, with no, like, judgment. Like, that's, like, that stuff is gold. Like, seriously, some of the biggest decisions, like, I've made when it comes to, like, internships or career choices... I've discussed with, like, my best friend, like, my roommate, and they're, they've, uh, you know, other people, y'all, <laughs> um, so it's, it, I just can't, like, like, maybe there's someone in the, in the audience that's listening to us and is like, yes, like, I can do all of these things, but I don't, you know, have my tribe or my people, mm-hmm. and I want to let y'all know that I totally feel you. Uh, when I came to Houston, I literally knew no one. That was um, none me. Of my high school, none of my high school friends are there, um, and it was just a whole new environment. And freshman year was very tough for me because I didn't make like like bossom friends. But it it changed sophomore year and junior year and senior year, and uh, I think friendship is is this is gonna sound hella cheesy, but friendship is like one of the greatest like things you can like cultivate throughout your life mm-hmm. I believe because it's not just it's not just the like you know having a friend to talk to it's like it's like um like when you're an adult uh, you uh, well okay you can't choose the family that you're born into um regardless of like you know I'm not saying like my family doesn't love me or anything like that but that's just like ge- genetics like how people are born and made and whatnot. <laughs> but as an adult, you have the opportunity to, to choose your tribe and your family and choose, like, people that you trust that could become your family. And I think, like, like spending time in college and, like, trying to cultivate that ability to find friends and people that you can trust will not just, like, make you more of, like, a mentally stable whole person, but also gives you, like, really valuable insight into yourself and, like, what type of person you are. Like, I cannot describe to you guys how much personal growth that I've had just in experiencing things with my friends. And I I can't, like, put into words, like, how much it means to me. And I hope, like, to anyone out in the audience who doesn't have, like, their people or their tribe, like, keep trying like if you don't try you you there's like a hundred percent chance you won't find them and like I've had misses like I wasn't able to find my tribe you know for a year in a new city but um you know keep uh there's a light at the end of the rainbow I hope that's also super cheesy but like 
you get the point. Like, you mean like keep trying? It's too easy but understandable. Yeah. Yeah. But you meant like light at the end of the tunnel, right? <laughs> like yeah, there's a pot of gold and then, at the end of the rainbow. there was a pot at the end of the rainbow. I mix things up a lot. Like <laughs> another thing that my friends. There's a pot and, at like, the end of the know, the tunnel. But, like little quirks about me, but like please, please find your tribe. Super helpful. I think that perfectly actually wraps up our episode for today. I liked how we went from discussing college and COVID to such a pleasant, heartwarming note. Um, I think that just shows like just how our conversations go. And this is almost unplanned how it flowed, but I'm just glad it ended that way because that is a perfect transition to future episodes where we can talk more about friends and our college experiences, extracurriculars, leadership, all etc. and all that good stuff. Um, but on that note, this is the end of this episode. Thank you all for listening. Um, this is Sue tuning out. Bye, ladies. Please, please uh, follow us on all of the yes. platforms, social media, uh, like our podcast rate and all of the things. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Thanks, guys. Bye.